Welcome back, father lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at Pemberton's The Best Damn How I Met Your Father podcast on the internet. I am one of your hosts, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? I am doing excellent. Did you say The Best Damn How I Met Your Mother Father podcast? I, I hope I didn't say that, but uh, if I did, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Either way, if it is, I mean, it's kind of what it is. It yeah, is a sure. subsidiary, so I mean, it's not like it's a a wrong. Sure, maybe that. Maybe I'll change it up. It'll say uh, "How I Met Your Mother Father" podcast. Boom. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, but yes. no, I'm doing good, man. I can't uh, can't complain. Here we are with another beautiful episode of "How I Met Your Father." Yeah, man, I'm excited to talk about it because uh, I'll be honest, this one really felt like "How I Met Your Mother" to me. Oh, and I yeah. loved it. It was, yeah, well, we were I talking really a little bit before we started recording, and like there yeah. were definitely some things I noticed in this one that just we both thought different episodes, but we both mm. thought "Hi, I Met Your Mother," and then there was just a couple of small things I caught throughout the episode that I'm like, "Ah, that's awesome." Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to dive into it. But uh, before we dive into the episode, I wanted to uh, make a correction uh, on an error Ooh. that I made in the previous episode. Uh, Last episode, I mistakenly said that Pamela Fryman directed it, and she did not. <gasps> oh, I know. I think I was just when I was doing the notes, I was just I made an assumption, and it was a wrong assumption, my friend. Well, great because you know, for once, it actually stands true that you made the assumption and it makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah, it happens though, but so I'm here to make that correction. Uh, last week's episode, which was Universal Therapy. Uh, was actually directed by Michael Shea. Michael Shea actually worked on How I Met Your Mother as a first assistant director and directed four episodes. He was one of the the two other directors on the show outside of Pamela Fryman. Oh, okay. Uh, and he directed Intervention, Garbage yeah. Island, Disaster Averted, and The Fortress. Yeah. Interesting. Really yeah. good episodes that always stand out, too. Yeah, so I wanted to make sure I gave uh, Michael Shea his props for doing last week's episode. All right. So, now that we got that out of the way, we can get into How I Met Your Father, Season 2, Episode 7, A Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Valentine's Day. Quite a a title there. (laughs) I mean, it's not an untrue statement, though, because you also hate Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm just not. Although, now yeah. you're forced to love it. That is true. I am. For very different reasons. Yes, yes. Uh, it's my daughter's <laughs> birthday, and so now I am forced to you're, celebrate it in some I, fashion. I'm 95% sure she she did that just to spite the two of you. <laughs> she knew how much you both hated Valentine's Day. She's like, okay, I'm going to come on Valentine's Day then and make them love it forever. She's like, oh, you guys want you guys want me to come out on Friday the 13th? Nah, I'm coming out on Valentine's Day, bitch. In yeah. all fairness, though, it's a good thing she didn't come on Friday the 13th. Come on, man. That would have been awesome. That would have been dope. You know it. I mean, except that she would have shared the day with another date now for other reasons, and that would have sucked. Yeah. I mean, you know. It happens. It could have it could have brought light to that day. You know what I mean? I mean, it could have. You're not wrong. Yeah. You know? Could have brought light to a, to a dark day. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk nope. about my dark days. We're here to talk about 
the dark days of the gang in Hogwarts. <laughs> of Valentine's <Dragon>. past. <laughs> That's right. Uh, this episode uh, aired on March 7th of 2023. Directed, I did double check, by Pamela Fryman. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I did look, the next episode, not Pamela Fryman, and it will be somebody that we do know. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I could tell you now, or I could keep it a secret. That's up to you, my friend. Doesn't bother me. Go ahead and say it. Phil Lewis. Oh, shit. Hooch <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> Hooch is crazy. That's right. Mosby I don't himself. care how many times Phil Lewis <laughs> will be in anything else that I will ever see him in. He's always going to be Hooch to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%, man. Because Hooch is crazy. <laughs> Uh, and it was written by Amy Jo Perry, who uh, previously worked as a writer and producer on the reboot of Saved by the Bell, and uh, was also a producer's assistant on one of my favorite shows, Futurama. Yeah. Love that show. All right, so the summary for this one is simple. The gang recounts their worst Valentine's Day experiences in order to cheer up Ellen. Plain and simple, there it is, my friend. I mean, that is very plain and simple, and I mean, right to the point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's dive into this. Episode starts off. We got future Sophie dancing with a stuffed bear. There it yeah, is. kind of weird. <laughs> it was a, an odd way to open the episode. I will I will agree to that. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> so, I, w- I want to talk about, because this is technically part of a story, and I want to I make a reference to here. That okay. she straight out says that the bear was given to her by the the son's father. Yes, and on their the, first the episode, on their first Valentine's Day as a couple. Yep, but she straight out says though he at the end of the episode he wasn't there for this uh, escapade. No, what she says that is about um, Ian because the because she she. We see a shot of Ian at the end, and she said, and the kid says he's not even in this story. And then she said oh. that 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 story will come later. So we're gonna see that story later on with Ian. Oh, so yeah. I took that entirely a different way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Otherwise, they'd be they'd be given given it away that it was Ian. Ian because Ian's the only one that's not in the story. That is uh, true. Out of all the possible people, Ian's the only one not in the story right now. And that not specific simple. episode, yeah. So, uh, we go in and uh, Jesse starts off, you know, he says, Valentine's Day is the worst, my friend. <laughs> he's he's kind of like me at times. <laughs> I just, so, I, I'm glad that we kind of got more normal Jesse in this episode, but I still yeah. feel that he was really whining. I don't necessarily think it was that he was whiny, not in the same way that he was when he was with Meredith. This is the the kind of it's just that he really doesn't like this specific thing. We've seen that in other in like How I Met Your Mother and stuff yeah. like that as yeah. well. Uh, okay, that more fair. He's so adamant that this holiday is 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 a terrible holiday that he just has no good things to say about it in any way. No, nope. you know, yeah, no. But, but it's what so I weird. 
What I find interesting is how Sid is the exact opposite of him in this in this yeah. entire thing. I find well, and really I love that. So I love <laughs> once they start breaking down the stories of you know each person's like Valentine's Day's past. I love that you really get to see like Sid goes all out like hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Jesse's like really refined and quiet, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, you feel like that would be different. Like that would yeah. be backwards. Yeah. Yeah, you would almost think that, but uh no, did not did not quite go that way. Um we find out that uh Sophie also loves herself some Valentine's Day and she and Vale have uh have named it Svalentine's Day for themselves. Yeah, which Charlie can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I love I love that. He's like, Isn't that how you guys already say Valentine's Day? And she's like, No, Svalentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> and then Ellen walks for, in. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, go go ahead. You feel bad? No, for I was gonna her? say I feel bad for <laughs> Ellen because like, like you said, she walks in and she she announces that she and her special lady cannot be together for Valentine's Day because yeah. she had to go out of town. Yeah, and she had this like huge special romantic thing planned, and now it's Dude, all she put. has a nude ice sculpture. First off, of Rachel. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, there you go. <laughs> it had no I, no qualms putting it out for everybody to see, though. Yeah. She's just carrying this nude sculpture of her girlfriend. Just plopping it right in the bar. Boom. There you go, guys. Take a look. This is what I get to see whenever I feel like <laughs> Ice cold. <laughs> Ice cold. So whose Valentine's Day do we want to talk about first? Uh, I mean, we could go in order if you want. Um, just kind of go through go through the episode that way, because that's how I wrote them. But, if, I mean, if you wanted to bounce around, we could bounce around. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Let's talk about them in order then. Okay. Well, it starts off. Okay, so Sophie's is kind of broken up at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. So, um, and they, Charlie's they, is kind of scattered throughout because he yeah. keeps trying to tell it and they keep shooting him down. Yeah. So we start off. They you know, The whole point of this is they decide to tell these stories of their worst Valentine's Day, like we said, to, to cheer up Ellen. So Sophie decides to start and she starts off telling a story about when she's eight years old. But she's instantly stopped by Ellen because she says that uh, stories that happened before you hit puberty do not count. I'm like, okay. I, I don't know if that's true, though. I I mean, I agree, especially because her story, because we get the rest of that story at the end of the episode. That's a devastating story. 100%. And I think that story absolutely counts. You know what I mean? So... I know why I hate Valentine's Day. Why do you hate Valentine's Day? I just don't like the over-commercialization of it, the the expectation. It's like, why should I be expected to do all this special stuff on one specific day? Why not any other day? Like, That's I fair. feel like, isn't it, isn't it more special... To, to do something for your significant other on a day you're not expected to do it? See, I like this because you're like, so if I get, so we have the if I were to mother... get my girlfriend or wife or whatever, like flowers and take her out to dinner on like a random Tuesday, 
just because I wanted to, wouldn't that be more special than, oh, I have to do it on this very specific day because society tells me I have to. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I'm just I think it's funny because we have the classic how I met your mother, father slash split on Valentine's Day, where you're you're going to post pubescent. And my reason for hating Valentine's Day spawns from when I was a kid, like Sophie. Oh, okay. So I've hated Valentine's Day since I was in grade school because I was the loner kid and I didn't have that many friends. And I was in third grade and I didn't get one single Valentine out of the entire class. Nobody gave me a Valentine. That happened to me too. And that's probably why my thought process toward Valentine's Day kind of went that way. I probably just don't. I, I honestly, I just don't think about it all that much when it comes down to that. But I still know, think about it from things time like, to time. like, yeah, Valentine's Day, birthdays. That has happened to me as well. Yep. You know, because yeah, uh, I too was uh, was a bit of a loner and, and did not have barely any friends, especially in elementary school. <clears throat> so totally get that. Totally get that. But yeah, that's that's where my hatred for it came. That's why I kind of understood where Sophie was coming from. Because like, yeah. traumatic shit happens as a kid, and it might not be significant to other people, but it's what defines us as a person. So yeah. fuck somebody else to tell me that my <laughs> my event wasn't as traumatic as theirs. It still yeah. happened to me, and it still affected who I was. And I I agree with with Jesse when he's like, how do you? How are you are you so in love with Valentine's Day after what you went through? You know, we can talk a little bit about you know, we can yeah, talk yeah. about what she went through. Um, Go ahead. when she was eight years old, she just you know, there was gonna be a daddy-daughter dance, and she decided to put up signs to oh yeah for her father that she <laughs> has had never met, never met him to invite him to this dance. And and it and it's such a sweet thing for a kid to do, you know what I mean? Oh, Just the yeah. thought of that. The and it's heartbreaking that she would have to go through something like that. Um, it's it's like Barney with the whole Bob Barker thing, you know what I mean? Yep. It's very similar. Um, but a, a freaking local pedophile ends up coming <laughs> to the damn dance. I thought that was a really fun, like as sad as it, of the story as it is. I love where she's like, "Yeah, this random guy showed up and yeah." The, she called know. they called the the neighborhood creep. But it's the like, neighborhood creep, a, uh, aka the pedophile. Like really, I'm just that's, like, that's wow. I was like, that's yeah. fucking. She's like, they said I probably saved a lot of kids' lives. Yeah, and I'm like, like probably oh, like, like that's pretty fucked up, man. That's pretty fucked up. Um, uh, but yeah, and, and she's still very positive about it. Um, well, again, it's it's all in your <laughs> your take on it. Like, yeah, yeah, she saw it as a very sad <laughs> moment, but at the same time, it made her grow to appreciate what she had more. Yeah, she knew that true. she only had so much. She had her mom, and her and her mom are very close. Yeah. And then when she got of like a little bit older, her and Valentina were best friends, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, but. uh I have to say, John, her next story or piece of story killed me because she starts telling a story when she was 13 and we get a goddamn clip from Lizzie McGuire. And it was amazing. Yeah. 
That kind of made me laugh. Like I was like, Haha. I was like, I couldn't believe they took an actual clip from the show. I wonder how that. And I, and I found out uh, when I was doing my research, it's the episode they took it from was a Valentine episode. Ah, of Liz awesome. McGuire. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that was really kind of cool too. But I'm just like, I hope they do that more. You know what well, I mean? I was just wondering, like, not I, a lot, thought... not a ton, but just like every so often, maybe like once or once a season, even you're just like. Here's a clip from Lizzie McGuire. Boom. Have they actually showed her mom yet? Uh. Uh. Yeah. No. Right. Yes. Um. Remember the uh. Her mom came into town with her new boyfriend, who was like a musician. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna say because wouldn't it be really funny if they used the same actress who played Lizzie's mom? That would be uh, funny if they did do that. But what I was thinking, how cool it would be, because they show that clip specifically. What if they brought in Lelaine? The, oh, the man, that'd actress be cool. who was her friend? Because, like, they showed that clip. So, like, that could just be a clip of Sophie and her friend when they were 13. And they yeah. could bring that childhood friend in and have Lelaine play that character. <laughs> I think that'd be dope. That would be really cool. Yeah, I don't know if they if they would bother to do that, but I think it'd be really cool to do that. I, I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, I think it'd be really, really fun. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, okay, so yeah, that was that was Sophie's stuff, uh, Sophie's Valentine's stuff specifically. We'll talk about uh, stuff at the end of the episode when we get there. Um, then next was Vale, which <laughs> I love this one because we get some Vale and Sophie college year stuff. Yeah, yeah. And well, this one made me laugh <laughs> specifically because of like uh, the way like their intro, because clearly this is when they first met. Yes. And it's like, you know, so, okay, so, well, as we're going to talk about it, you know, she, uh, Valentina shows up at this door of a college dorm room, and, like, right behind her in tow is Sophie, and, like, they kind of, like, introduce each other, and are introduce themselves to one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love how Sophie's like, oh, my God, your name's Valentina. You must really love Valentine's Day, because it's, like, your name. To which I'm like... I don't think it works that way, but okay. I don't think so either, but I I love Sophie's response. She's like, because that uh if it was me, my name would be Halloweena. Halloween. I was like, okay. We we now know that Sophie's favorite holiday is Halloween, so we need to get an episode that centers all on that. Just yeah, like, that would be really cool. Um and then I love how they're like standing there talking about how they're both there to see the surprise their boyfriend and not this creeper named Todd. <clears throat> Is Todd's a weirdo, and he opens the door and he's like, "I can hear you guys." And if you're yeah. gonna degrade me like that, can you at least put on these masks and stuff and let me turn mm-hmm. on my webcam? And yeah, I'm like, apparently he he's developing a. I think they said a glam rock version of Charlotte's Web, which was good. Yeah, like they both admitted it was relatively good. 
Yeah. So now I kind of want to. I want to hear some of it. Like I want to under. I want to see some more of this. Yeah, is um, that that and the flubber musical. I, I need to see. <laughs> but then I love how like as like they're there and they're like, well, if you're not here for Todd, and he's like, he's in the back and he's like, oh, that Brennan. Yeah, he says Brennan. The dude's name is Brendan with a D. Yeah. It's even on the door. Yeah. And I thought that was weird, too, because I'm like, the door clearly says Brendan. Yeah. So I'm curious if that was just like the actor getting it wrong. They didn't bother to reshoot it. It's like Marlon Brando's Krypton instead of Krypton. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, listen, you got to say Krypton. He's like, Krypton. They're like, Krypton. He's like, Krypton. Krypton. They're like, Brendan. He's like, Brennan. Brennan. <laughs> Brendan. So, Brennan. Yeah, they get they get pissed. Well, well yeah. So Val gets pissed. I was going to say, Val gets pissed. But, I mean, rightfully so, because this is one of the yeah. few times, though, where I'm glad to see women stick together instead of against the guy. They yeah, became yeah. good friends out of the deal, and fuck yeah. him. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't put blame on, on each other at all, which I liked. That was nice. Strictly on that guy, which yeah. more women should do that. And they got their bats, John. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. And they just Listen, beat the shit out of a bike. They're beating the shit out of the bike, and these guys like that's not my bike. Yeah, <laughs> I feel Poor bad guy. for whoever's bike that was. It reminds me of the scene in uh, Road Trip where mm. she's beating up the car. Oh yeah, and then like. That is like the one girl standing off to the side, and she's like, "Who's that?" It's her boyfriend. Apparently, she's been or he's been cheating on her, and he, they're all like, "Oh my god!" And she's just like, "Oh, wrong person!" And she's just like, "You just rem- ruined something." It reminded life. me of a very similar scene in uh, PCU, where they go to steal the 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 one dude's convertible, yep. and uh, they steal the wrong one because it looks exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you any of those always good stuff, always good stuff, but yeah, they they beat the shit and that and that formed a bond between the two of them, Hell everlasting yeah. man. Yeah, they, they even have a name for it, it was uh, BF, yeah, yeah, best friends in this life and the next, and the next, yeah, because they both believe in reincarnation. I mean, fair enough, yeah, I mean, they believe that they're gonna come back as uh, pedigree dogs. No cats or cats, cats uh, in the same estate, John. In the, in same, the estate. same estate, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, then we got Jesse, which oh boy, Jesse, <clears throat> ah, this guy, he's Ted Mosby in it all throughout Dude, his life. I said the same thing, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, this guy cannot just stop Ted Mosby. At least yeah. Ted's only ever done it once. Yeah, <laughs> all through his life, man. We start off apparently. First off, he went through puberty in in the third grade. Yeah, I love that the poor <laughs> child actor had to wear like a small mustache and like soul patch. Dude, he looked like like trailer trash. Like dude, totally. like Joe, like Joe Dirt, kind of like that's kind of what it reminded <laughs> me of. Just without oh, the mole. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> I love that when they did the middle school one, bitch had a French horn. Yes. It wasn't blue, but it was a French horn. 
Oh yeah. Like they could have picked any instrument. Well, I mean, come on. It's still it's still a How I Met Your Mother show. Of course they're yeah. going to pick that French horn. I love that they picked out the French horn for him. I thought that was fantastic. I still think it's funny, though. <laughs> One of my favorite moments of them doing this, like, how I love you over and over is the uh, the girl in the corner. He's like, yeah. uh, he goes, I love you. And then, like, they cut back to real time. He's like, listen, you can't hate me for that. And then they flash back to the party, and the guy's like, Hey man, you oh that that was that was in Sid's that was in Sid's story. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I have notes about that. <laughs> uh because because uh, something there's 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 a reference in there which I liked quite a bit. Fair. Um, we did though get in within Jesse's. We did get another look at them in college, and dude, Jesse looked pretty pretty kick ass in that scene, man. Like he was he like. Did. You know, like fuck the man, and like he he looked cool, like is Sid's it, hair. I love Sid's hair. They give us the shot of the apartment. Uh, that is at the beginning of Sid's. Okay, yeah. that's what I yeah. thought. Which we'll talk about at right after this one. But yeah, I love the I love seeing them in college because it. I've been saying this since they started doing it this season. Those scenes really feel like How I Met Your Mother. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I really love that with uh, because I know we kind of like skimmed over Charlie's because his is really short and it's like we haven't really uh, done, yeah, we haven't really talked about his yet, yeah, yeah. But I love, I love Charlie with like the big poofy hair, yeah. Uh, I'm all like, fuck, man, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Dude. Jesse just over, and this is yeah. this is what I was saying earlier was I feel like this episode for Jesse's story, even though it's very Ted Mosby ish of. I love you. I love you uh, way too soon. I also feel like it's a dig at the Ted Mosby piggyback uh, approval thing because, like, he gives it away so easy. Yeah. Or no, that's Marshall. No, Marshall. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Marshall gives it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, <clears throat> it's kind of a dig at the both of those because, like, mm-hmm. he has no qualms just being like, I love you. Ah, I love you. It's true. It's true. Um, Jesse's like anti-establishment stuff felt like a much cooler version of Dr. Dr. X. X. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was thinking that too. And I was like, man, it's everything Ted was trying to do, but was unsuccessful at. Oh, well I feel like Ted was unsuccessful at a lot of that because he didn't know how to get himself out there cooler. Yeah, you figured he was talk radioing in like the middle of like the early 2000s when talk radio shows were going like kaput to start. I think it was actually the the late 90s, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, it would have been the late 90s. I mean, still, yeah, but I mean, I want to see a scene at some point in How I Met Your Father where they go to McLaren's for some reason, maybe just because they're closer to Sid's and Jesse's. But I want them to pop into McLaren's and I want the gang to be there. And I want them to like, I I just kind of want to see the comparison of like who they would compare each one of themselves to. Because like, we clearly see like, well, this person is like this person and like this person's a combination of these people. But like, I want to see how the show would pit them against each other's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Um, Speaking of, McLaren's, uh, you know, we, we're going to go into Sid's stuff right at the beginning of the episode of, of this portion of it. Um, Sid 
you know, they're in the apartment together. He's like, let's go to the McLaren's place downstairs. And I was like, yeah. Now here, here's my thing. Did you notice the wall behind them? Uh, not specifically. What did I miss? Still has damage from the bookshelf. This oh, is what I yeah, wanted to yeah, yeah. yeah. It still had the damage where they yeah. just might, they painted over it. But mm-hmm. there was the plaster ripped off of it from where the book you see, and you can see the brick. Ted's, yeah. Yep. From Ted's yeah. encyclopedias. Yep. Encyclopedia. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Like, clearly, when they were like fixing up the apartment to get, like, sell it, yeah. they didn't <clears throat> fix it, fix it. You know what I have not looked for in any of those scenes that I now I feel like I need to look for is the is the flail damage still there. See, that's the thing. That's a harder one to notice because they never really shoot that high. Yeah. They had to intentionally show that one. That's and true. I'm like, but I, I, want, I do I'm gonna, the same I'm going to try to keep an eye out for it if I remember. To see Usually if they, if they give a wide enough shot, I try to look and I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But that, that doesn't mean funny. it's not there. Yeah. But yeah, I, the, the busted wall is, is awesome. I love that. Oh, yeah. There. I want to know yeah. if the hole by the door is still there. Or is that one patched up? Oh, yeah, that's a good, it's a good question. Um, is there something covering it? I guess is the question. I don't I, know. I, mean, I, I haven't. I think that's the thing. I need to just go to those scenes and just start stu- like pausing them and studying those. Well, scenes a lot of the times we haven't really seen the door <clears throat> enough yet to to get that feel. Yeah, they don't. They um, don't show the apartment very often. No, they really don't. I think it's because they're really trying to remind you that this isn't how I met your mother. Yeah, like probably. as much as fans want to be like, "Ooh, here's these comparisons or the feels," this is still a different time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll say it this way: it's still how I met your mother because it's mm-hmm. still that story. It's just another person's story in that universe, mm-hmm. and like it's Breaking Bad. Which, and- I'll be honest, which is why I'm actually kind of glad that they don't do everything at McLaren's. Yeah, you know, it's at a different bar, so like it can be its own thing. I do yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. Well, that's why I like, I, I guess in a way of saying it, it's kind of like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. The story yeah. that happens in the same universe is one another, but you're clearly seeing two different timelines of mm-hmm. events. You know, How I oh, Met yeah. Your Mother takes place in the early 90s, mid-2000s, and then this is clearly happening in our time. Yeah. Which is oh, why yeah. we can still get appearances from the original cast, though, because parts of How I Met Your Mother are still going on in our time. Yep. Yeah, and uh Tracy, I'm pretty sure doesn't die until next year. I think it's 2024. I'm pretty sure as well, which is why I'm really hoping we at least get one appearance from her. Yeah. Even if ha- it's like it would have to be this season because she gets sick unless and- they do flashback where like somebody ran into yeah. Ted somewhere. That's true. Cuz I, I mean they, they could do, do like uh cuz you know Ted Ted was a um uh professor for a while. Yeah, easily could have been like one of them in college or something. Or I still want to see the two of them together, though, in a scene. You know what I mean? Listen, I so badly want to see that as well. Yeah, I want to the, see. I want them see... with like their kids or something. It would just be it'd be awesome to see them it out and be. about, and they just happen to run into them or whatever. I think it would be really cool. Um, and this season's the season to do it. It's gotta, you know. And they got plenty of time if they if they want to, but I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, we will remaining see. the remaining thirteen episodes, so still got a 13. ways to go. 
so yeah, we're still on on the Sid stuff. Um, him and Hannah, according to Sid, aren't exclusive at this point. You know, they're nope. they're just they're in med school at this point. Um, you know, and he he still wants to be a player. You know, she's not my girlfriend. You know, <clears throat> and so she sends Sid a pic of her dancing with Drew. Yeah, our little boy Drew there. I was like. Because we don't see the picture at first. He's he's just like, oh, there's this picture of this guy. Who's this guy? And then we don't find out it's Drew until they get there. But yeah, so. well, no, they 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 do show it, but it's like real quick. Oh, see, then I didn't see Drew when they flashed the picture. Yeah, because I was shocked when they got there, and I was like, oh my god, it's Drew. The first time I watched my first watch through, I didn't catch it. But on the second time through, I I saw the picture. I was like, okay, yeah, th- there he is in the picture. But yeah, I was the same as you. I didn't catch it the first time around. No, neither did. Uh, like I said, I didn't <laughs> catch it the first time. So I'm yeah. glad you did then. Yeah. So yeah, they go to this party, and, and they have a dance off. And dude, Jesse's got some moves, man. Jesse's got some moves. Sid's a little <clears throat> refined, yeah. but yeah, I mean his, his were okay. But dude. Jesse was just like going all out. Oh, dude, Jesse was. I love. It. He's like, are we having a dance off? He's like, we are now. <laughs> I love that. I love and this that. is clearly like Sid and Sid and Jesse are like clearly like best friends. Like, oh yeah, he's got his back. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if it would have needed to come down to it, Jesse probably would have punched Drew out for him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um. Did, did they have they ever said? When and where Sid and Jesse met? Pretty sure they said college. Did they? Okay. Because I'd like to see that. Because like we we got in this episode, we get to see Sophie and Vale meet. I would love to see how Sid and Jesse actually met. I think I'm sure really we'll cool. get that at some point. I hope so. Um, uh, and I would like to see because we saw Jesse as a kid. We got to get some Ellen as a kid. Time, you know, <laughs> I mean, with two of them doing stuff like that. Oh cool. man, yes. <clears throat> Yeah, they got a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of flashback possibilities. I mean, they show. did a lot more flashbacks in this one than normal, but this one was oh, yeah. primarily told by flashbacks. That's why. Yeah, yeah, which I love. You know, it's essentially like a clip show. Kind, that's essentially what it is. You know, but um, and and I love. I that. wonder <laughs> if that's why they've been so <clears throat> not flashbacky the last few episodes. Maybe. Because yeah, they knew it, this one was coming, and it was like full of like previous shit. Yeah, it's like we gave you a taste. Now we're gonna make you wait, and then we're just gonna fucking slap you in the face with it. There you go. <laughs> we're just gonna whip out our big one and slap you in the face with it. <laughs> Call it Tony Danza slap for those there of you, you who are uh, taking notes at home. There you are. <laughs> and for those uh, of you who don't know who Tony Danza is. Well, kids. he's the boss. <laughs> we haven't done a kids in a while. <laughs> kids! <laughs> Back in the 80s, there was an actor named Tony Danza. He was the boss. <laughs> but the, the for boss. anybody who tells you he's the boss, you tell them that's bullshit. Because we all know it was really Mona and Angela that were running that show. Oh, yeah, man. Mona and Angela all day. Tony was the bitch. Tony... <laughs> That show should have been called Who's the Bitch? <laughs> Dude, I want to make a comic strip based on the fucking Who's your boss? Who's the boss? And call it Who's the Bitch? Who's and the tell bitch? it from the other perspective. There he is. Man. Angela's like, 
Can you believe this motherfucker? He didn't even make dinner. <laughs> Who's the bitch? Who's the bitch now? Who's the bitch now? <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, they get there. Like I said, they have this little dance off. Hannah and Drew, you know, they're they're doing their dance and stuff too. Uh, Drew like pulls a muscle or pretends at least. I think he just pretends to do it. I think he just pretends to. <laughs> and she starts like massaging his calf, and Sid gets all jealous about Dude, it. Man, he, he gets, gets all, up all fucking like white girls up in there where he's like, "Yo, yo, yo, what's going on?" <laughs> and then she confesses that it was just all an act to get him all jealous to admit that he really had yeah. feelings for her. Yeah, <laughs> Drushi. She called him Drushi. Drushi. I was like, really? Like, no. Let's not do that. It's like when people call me Joshy, and I'm like, no. Listen, no thanks. There was like a two-year period where you let somebody call <laughs> you that, and then it annoyed the living hell out of me. Yeah. Trust me. There was a lot of time where it annoyed me, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, they start talking, but then they start arguing because oh, yeah. of it. And they have this big blow-up fight, uh, but you know they end up uh, you know, meeting back up the next day and, and realizing that they want to be together and, and they've been together ever since, you know? So yep. it's a, it's a great is... little love story. And then we get, Oh, the, um, um, the bagels too. Oh the yeah. Heart, yeah. The bagel heart with the cream. The cheese bagel heart. It. It's like you're in New York city. Okay. Bagels are kind of pricey, my friend. And there was a lot of them there. And those were all bagel tops. Bagel tops. And I thought I was wondering if you were gonna point that out. Which is yeah. like, what do you have? Like at least a dozen of them. It, it had to have at least been a dozen. Like that's a lot. That, that's a lot. But Rock yeah, on Sid, but that's a lot. I, I like how as Sid was telling his story <laughs> that we get the shot of Jesse in the back telling the random yes. girl that he yeah, loves he's, her. He's, yeah, he's making out with some random girl and he's like, I love you. And I love that how one he's doesn't like, count. Yeah, that one doesn't count. And I love how the guy's like, hey, man, you want to try some Molly? No, no, no. That is not what he says. He says, have you met Molly? Oh, have you met Molly? You're he right. pulls a have you met. You're and right. And that's you what know. I thought was awesome. Because he's just like, hey, have you met Molly? And I was like, oh, shit. But he I love how it. Jesse's like, listen, I said I love you to a lot of things that day. And he was like... He runs down like a small list, a yep. trash can that I thought had yeah. emotion. It was uh, my cab driver, uh, a, a, a chubby pigeon, yeah, and yeah, in a trash can that I that I swore I had a connection to or something like that. It was my soulmate or sorry, or that I swore had a soul. I think is what he said. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm just like, like Dan Jesse. Yeah, man. <laughs> Over here yeah, dropping. Have you met Molly? Have you met Molly? That's the second have you met in the show. Because they did have you met Holly when they that were introducing a girl to Ellen at one point. I wonder if it's Holly with an I or Holly with a Y. That's a good question. Yeah. Is it is it one L, two L's, or three L's? You'll never know, my friend. <laughs> You'll never know. Uh, and then we have Charlie. Poor Charlie. Oh, Charlie. He keeps trying to figure out the perfect way to tell his story because they keep shooting him down. He's trying. I think he's trying honestly i think he's trying to make it seem not so bad by giving it all these grand flourishes in his story you know what i mean he's trying to make it sound like this amazing story 
first up, I love how he starts the story about like the open window, yeah, and the the dancing curtains, uh-huh. and I'm like, uh, they're like, whoa, we don't want to hear about softcore porn, and I'm like, <laughs> I do. Oh, uh, but his story is a really sad story, man. Yeah, his is second to like saddest. Yeah, agree. Because like he does this grand gesture for this girl, which granted, I mean it's it's a takeoff of um cruel intentions, but yeah, it's like still sad. Yeah. But when poor Charlie lays on his bed and covers himself, covers I don't think he covered himself in whipped cream. Well, no, I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure the butler helped. I think his butler covered him. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to say it the way that every crime show ever has ever said it. The butler did it. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the butler puts the cherries on his nipples. He does. (laughs) And then I love how at the end he's like, I got a yeast infection. And I didn't know men could get that. Yeah. But yeah, this girl just doesn't show up. Yeah, that's shitty. And he's just there, covered in whipped cream, now all night. Nothing. Here's a crazy thing, because he was away to school at that point. Yeah. What if we find out later on, because you know how, like, they like to tell stories again later and tell them mm-hmm. from a different angle. Yeah. What if it was, like, Sophie or Valentina or Ellen? If it was, I think it would be awesome if it was Valentina. But they, they, they. He says her name, but I guess I mean, and I don't remember if he said he had met her or not either. No, I'm mean, I think they were dating at the time. I think she just didn't show up. But okay. I, I can be a romantic and still wanted to somehow come back around. It would be cool. Um, I think it would be cool if that girl just shows up at some point. That would be cool as well. You no, know, we get her side of the story. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's maybe not been high my mother before. Yeah, maybe something something happened, and she, you know, and she. Maybe she didn't want to to not. I don't know. I'd like to. He- I'd like to hear some more about it. Could be interesting. A lot of possibilities yeah. here, John. Um, so throughout the the episode, uh, we found out that Sid, you know, he was waiting for Hannah to come into town. Her flight got delayed. Yeah. So this was something that was going on throughout. We had there was a few a few storylines that were going throughout the whole episode, and this was one of them. Um. And she ends up making it on time. And he is so, his excitement, you could feel it. You could. You know what I mean? And in the way that the actor just put it out there, uh, it, I thought that was great. Um, because I love that they, they are the Lillian Marshall of this show. So far. <clears throat> you know? And I love them as, that. that is why, I will be angry if Sid's the father. You know I mean, what that I mean? would be that'd be a really dirty <laughs> fucking that would that would be fucking dirt. That'd be like saying, Oh yeah, by the way, folks, Lily's the mother. I mean or or the whole time they like <laughs> at the end of the show they pull a swerve and like it's really Lily he wanted instead of Robin because Marshall's yeah. been dead for like five years. Yeah. Like Shit. that that would be messed up, right? Dude, that would be I hadn't thought about it like that, but that would be pretty fucked up. Yeah, so uh I, I hope that it's not Sid. <laughs> Especially because like I said, I love him and Hannah 
they are like the perfect couple for the show. No, you're and you're they right. Need to stay together. But now, now <laughs> that you've put that seed in my head, I'm like, oh man, that's because I I eliminate I I almost immediately eliminated him from potential <laughs> fathers because of Hannah. Yeah, I hadn't really put him into the running because of the whole relationship. But now you've got me wondering what if their relationship doesn't work and this was all just a ploy to swerve us yeah. the whole time. You never know, man. You never Fuck. know. Oh, you've already... Oh! <laughs> it would be wild and I would not be happy about it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but uh, it, it would be wild if that did happen. Oh, uh, and not yeah. much after Hannah shows up, a surprise shows up for Ellen. Yes, it, it does. It shows up in the form of a hot and ready cheese pizza from uh, yeah. Little Caesars. It shows up in the form of a product placement. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it also comes with a uh, phone call, well, video call from yeah. um, Rachel. Rachel, thank you. I got to commit her name to memory. But yeah, it comes yeah. With the video you've call seen her Rachel. naked body in ice, man. So I think it's time to, to remember her name. <clears throat> uh, it's not like there was much detail to that naked ice sculpture, okay? It's true. You have to see some boobs and some curvage. That's about it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, and then she pretty much tells her that she's sorry that she couldn't be there for Valentine's yeah. Day. And she hopes the pizza. I like well, them together. I think that they're cute together as well. Yeah. I hope that 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 lasts. I hope that we get more story because we don't honestly get a lot of Ellen's story, nope. just in general. Um, and so I hope that we start getting more of her and more of them uh, as a couple as well. I agree. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, and then we get some Sophie and Jesse stuff that goes throughout. Sophie, okay, so we talked about throughout Jesse's story, him be pulling Ted Mosby's <clears throat> over and over again. Yep. This makes Sophie or she says irked. Oh yeah. She's she's not happy. She's pissed, bro. Yeah. She And you she can is... tell visibly like she's irritated on multiple occasions by it. Oh, and he yeah. asks her at the end of the story, he's like, "Well, why is this bug you so bad?" <clears throat> yeah. She's like, "Cuz I love you is not just something I throw around, you know?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said it made her she's like, "I may have been freaked out when you first said it, but I also, it also made me feel special, you know? And then, you know, hearing that you've said it to one in four women in America, (laughs) which I thought was a funny line. Um, Does that turn out to be like 83%? No, that's, that's 25%. It would have been funnier if she was like, uh, you said it to 17% of all the women in America. That would have been funny. I would have loved that. That would have been. Um, But uh, yeah, she, she she didn't feel special anymore and and that bothered her because she still obviously has feelings for him oh yeah you know? yeah she's not over jesse yet <clears throat> no no not not at all and you could see he he still feels stuff for her you can see it oh yeah um, and i liked how he explained himself you know he was like you know after meredith left him he's like i thought i'd never say that to anyone again yeah then then he met sophie you know and it's like that made her feel that special again because you can see it coming i think i think something's gonna happen with them soon soon i do think something's gonna i think valentine's day is gonna be the the groundwork and then there's probably gonna be like a hangout or something where 
something's going to like push them to like have to spend a little bit more time together, yeah. uh, whether it be like work related or some project of one of the two of theirs, maybe something with the pitcher. Maybe. Um, I think I have, well, cause see, here's the thing. We already know Sophie ends up with somebody in this season. You know what yep. I mean? They, they have revealed that. So it makes me wonder, will they actually have a chance to get together during this season at any point? I don't know. <laughs> probably not. They're probably going to jerk us around on it. Yeah. If maybe anything, they'll have that. Maybe the end of the season, like the very end of the season or something like that. But I don't know. Maybe. I was going to say, I could see them doing like the, the tease moment where they're going to have their moment finally. But then they get cold feet and then that makes her overcorrect to some other dude. Maybe. Yeah, but like they did that, so I hope they don't do that part again. You know what I mean? I mean, they did that kind of shit in High Night Mother all the time. Yeah, I know, but they just did that. I know. <laughs> it's like give Listen, give me some time before you recycle. We're, we're that. trying to predict a show that we we can't predict this one because we don't know, know. where this is going yet. I know. It's like if we didn't know about this this other guy that's coming. Um, I would a hundred percent be like, oh yeah, man, they'll get together by the end of the season. Boom. I would, I would have, I would be confident in that, but True. knowing that this other guy is coming and not knowing when he's coming, it's like, oh, shit, man. I, when, ah, it doesn't seem like it is, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Only time uh, will tell. Yes. Uh, only time will tell. Um, and then. They tease a little bit, you know, about all the possible fathers. You know, she's like, uh, I don't remember what future Sophie said. What did she say? She says something and then it kind of teases it up. And then they show all of the possible fathers. You know, they show you know, Drew and Jesse and Charlie and Sid and uh, Ian. So they, they, they go through all of them and they show you that to remind the audience that, oh, yeah. There are all these people that could be the father. That yep. We don't know who it is yet. So, and it's like I'm leaning toward Jesse, but they could curveball us to a Sid or or, or a Charlie or something. You know, who knows? You I know? mean, I wouldn't be against it being Charlie <laughs> either. But I mean, I, I kind of would at this point, mainly because of how, how we now know how Vale feels about him. True, and she's True. like, "We'll we'll be together again soon. Like it'll happen. Like she believes that they'll find their way back to one another. That it would kind of bug me if Sophie stole him. You know what I mean? Well, what if it's uh, what if it's uh, what's what I'm looking for? Surrogacy situation. He's just he's just a father because Sophie wanted to have a kid, couldn't." So, like, like, the father isn't who she's with? Dude, that opens up some doors, man. Like, uh, what's what's the mm. what's the movie? It's the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Abigail Breslin. Definitely, maybe? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's yeah, telling yeah. the story to the little girl <laughs> about how there's three mm -hmm. potential mothers, and she'll know her mother, and it, yeah. Yeah. Dude. See, now I, I've kinked the hose on you, and you're like, oh, shit, I hadn't thought about that. That opens some doors, man. 
That is that is interesting. Shit. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a lot to think about, my friend. That's a lot to think about. <laughs> and we're all, but, we're, we're, and again, we're theorizing in episode seven. We've yeah. still got 13 episodes to go, and we don't even know if they're going to get picked up for a third season. So we yeah. really got to ride the wave. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've Dude, watched Time Met Your Theoretically, Mother. this show could go nine seasons. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like How I Met Your Mother did. And we, who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Well, that's why I was like, you know, we were theorizing. But we're also theorizing off a show that ran for nine seasons, and we've watched a bunch of times. Yeah, they've they've got all that in their back pocket, like those mm-hmm. show uh, creators, the writers, yeah. uh, Pam uh, P Fry. They know mm-hmm. where to tease us and misdirect us, yeah. just because they've already went through this once before. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, oh, it's fucking mind blowing. It is, man. It it, it excites me. Because we've talked about this before, how it's exciting to not know what's coming. It to is. be able to speculate and try to be like, what if I this is I feel like, though, it's, it also it? leads to some, some disappointment because then at the same yeah. time we're like, oh, man, that's not how I would have done this. But that's still cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, inherently that will be part of it. We will, we will have disappointment at some point. Oh, but, I bet. You know, yeah. So, but, uh. I think that wraps up. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about the episode? Anything else you wanted to bring up? No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you got any nothing else, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at? Listen, people, hop on over to <clears> Twitter. <throat> find me right here at Simply Saying J1. Uh, I have a podcast. I have a blog. I have my Twitter account. Uh, if you want to ask me some questions, get to know me. Um, I'm about to bring my uh, my podcast back uh, oh hell yeah <laughs> you were waiting for that weren't you oh shit yeah i'm i'm about to bring it back people and uh we're gonna we're gonna have some fun i put it out there uh on twitter and on my facebook uh but i haven't gotten any hits back except for this guy sitting next to me so here it is if you want to ask me questions and get to know me better Feel free to ask away. Ask me anything you want, and I will answer it on my podcast. Boom. Do it. At Simply Sane J1. The number one. And, the, not the and then when you're done looking up all my fun stuff, hop on over to this dude's insane account and check out all his great content. That's right. You guys can check me out at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, you are watching it on the Merc with a Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and click that little bell wherever the fuck it is. That's uh, right. If you are, yeah. And if you're it. watching it on your mobile device, don't forget that you can set your subscriptions to notify you when we drop new content. Boom. Get it. Get it. Got it. Good. And if you guys are listening to this, check us out on Anchor. Or what it, I think it's now it's called Spotify for Podcasters or something. I don't yeah. know. But you can check it. It's, you can still use the link. It's at uh, anchor.fm slash uh, last call, H-I-M-Y-M. And you can leave us a voice message. We haven't had one in a while. We'd love for you guys to leave us something. to Ask oh, us some yeah. questions, comments, anything. You know, tell us I'm what sure. We're doing wrong. Yeah, I'm sure there's something that's like, oh, I don't like it when they do that. Just tell us. <laughs> we want to hear it, guys. Um, and uh, if if you're on Apple Podcasts and you really love what you're hearing, 
be sure to leave us a five-star review. Write something in there with it, and we will read that out on air. As we'll give you a nice mm-hmm. shout-out uh, on air. We haven't been able to do one in a while, so we'd love to hear you guys uh, from you guys. We want to hear it, peoples. Let us yeah. know what's on your minds. Absolutely. Um, and don't forget, and, uh, all our links anywhere. Yes. Last call, H-I-M-Y-M. That's right. Twitter, Twitter Patreon, Instagram, Instagram mm-hmm. Anchor, Facebook. Oh. Uh, I don't have a Facebook for it at the moment. but Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, anywhere that we do have one, the yeah. link is last call, H-I-M-Y-M. That's right, guys. Uh, and be sure to, to follow us there on all those places. Um, I'm fairly active on the, on the Twitter page. So if you got questions, comments there, feel free. You know, heck, See I'll shout. That reminds you of how you met your mother or father? Yeah. Share it to us. I'll share it. You got a cool meme? Slap it on there. Slap it to base. We Slap it to base, man. That's right. So, uh, yeah, outside of that, I think, uh, I think I don't have anything left for him, man. What do you got for him? Listen, you don't have to go home. But you can't listen here. All right, catch you next time.